live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off free. You know, listening to that intro many, many times over, one question for you, Statman. Have you ever overdriven the car? <laughs> Have you? Oh, yeah. I overdrove the car uh, last week. I drove down to see uh, your friend and mine, Peter, and uh, went through the mountains with the water and the trucks and the... And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I overdrove it a couple of times. <laughs> oh, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a big-ass Sunday night. A lot of motorsports going on. NHRA in Phoenix, Arizona. NASCAR in Las Vegas. Supercross in Dallas. And we're going to hear from each one of those sports. Not sure if we're going to hear from NHRA winners. Still tracking those guys down. But, yeah, Joey Logano, your Cup Series winner from Las Vegas. He'll be checking in with us in about 10 minutes. Also, Shane McElrath, who grabbed him a two-spot in the 250 class, East class in Dallas last night. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Still the points leader. Right. Uh, he'll be here. And we may get to a freaking – well, I hope to get to a freaking flashback for, with A.J. Allmendinger. It's, this is after his race win in Mid-Ohio when he was making that – Oh. Radio air quotes comeback. Cart in the cart series? No. NASCAR. Uh, nationwide. The nationwide. nationwide okay. Yeah, the nationwide series. Ah. Uh, there's just it's just a great interview. And again, as we're celebrating twenty years of the freaks, we like to go back of the last twenty years to feature some pretty, pretty stellar interviews. So AJ Almendinger will be joining us here in the Freak Nation and Christopher Bell, NASCAR Cup pilot, driving the number number nine five cup car, uh, should be joining us as well. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. That's at Speed Freaks. And therefore, on Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. This hour brought to you by good friends at Phoenix Raceway in Phoenix, Arizona. Make your plans now, man. Two weeks out. The FanShield 500 weekend, November 6th, excuse me, March 6th, 7th, and 8th. FanShield 500 weekend, one of the biggest parties in the desert. And you want to be there. Go to phoenixraceway.com, which, by the way, earlier this week, the championship tickets went on sale. For the final race in November this year, before Which, you you were right is November sixth, seventh, and eighth. So it. March sixth, seventh, and eighth for the race coming up in two weeks, and then of course November sixth, seventh, and eighth to wrap the season. Statman, think about this. Uh, let's say late winter, early spring, or maybe late fall outside of California, and you you've had your sh fair share of uh, of two wheel trips through the desert. There's there's not much better than traveling through Arizona. When it's 75 degrees, partly cloudy skies, and about 15% humidity. That's what we're going to have here in a couple of weeks and then in November for the cup race. Do you ever have it like that? When I've been in Arizona, it's always been uh, 175 degrees. <laughs> Don't <laughs> come in the summer. 2% humidity. So it's, just, it's the dry heat that, that uh, makes, it, <laughs> makes it okay. I, I thought you and the judge rolled through here one one spring or one fall through the Arizona desert. 
And well, once I drove, uh, I rode through there, and it was so windy. Of course, this was after we crossed the uh, the river into California that it literally blew me and the bike into another lane. And I said, "Oh, I better pull over." <laughs> oh, and Crasher, let's don't get into the difference between desert boogers in arizona and california boogers because i know that you you'll if, if we do we're no just gonna... no no my difference is okay, and is it, it relates to nhra and, and nascar this weekend there is a big difference because they're both in the desert there's a big difference between phoenix boogers and vegas boogers ah right 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 yes, yes. <laughs> Ve- vegas boogers are so much more compact and just this, this goes nasty <laughs> Do I do I want to take the risk of asking for an explanation or should we just sure. go on and talk about how great the NHRA racing was at Phoenix this weekend? Uh, go right ahead, will you? <laughs> you want me to explain? And in fact, I think there was a study done and I'm not joking because the response that Crasher got on social media in regards to Vegas and Phoenix is bonkers. Yeah, I think this was around the time of SEMA, so this would have been November just a couple months ago. And, yeah, I just immediately woke up my first morning in Vegas, and I'm like, holy cow, it is such an incredible difference from what I wake up to in Phoenix. It's just mind-blowing. So I did. I put it out on social media. How is there such a difference? And there is something called Vegas Voice that singers complain about when they go to Vegas, and it's because of the altitude. The air is actually drier in Vegas than it is in Phoenix. Uh, we solved the world problems right go. there. Going to reset, there get back to some crash, Gladys go. Pitt news and notes coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates for the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? Big show coming up in about six or seven minutes. Joey Logano, your Cup Series winner from Las Vegas. He'll be here. Also, grabbed him a two-spot in Dallas in Supercross 250 East Race. Sitting number two, no, number one in points still. Shane McElrath will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do the smart thing as you're flying on a big old truck. What about an SUV? Roll on General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com at General Tire. Dot com. Crasher? I'm going to start with Supercross. After leading every single lap in his season debut in Tampa, Shane McElrath notched himself a second place overall in the 250 class with, because this was a triple crown event, a third place, second place, and a win in each of the three motos. The overall win went to Chase Sexton, who took home two seconds and a first. McElrath, like Kenny just mentioned, he's going to join us in the next hour. Excuse me, no, he's joining us in 30 minutes. Hey, now. In the 450s, Eli Tomac was your overall winner. Finishing with a fifth and two firsts, Ken Roxon won the first moto before Eli wrapped up the night in Dallas. The Arizona Nationals, that's the, where the NHRA was this weekend. And after missing the opening race in Pomona, Steve Torrance came out swinging in Phoenix and he grabbed his first top fuel win of the year. In Funny Car, it was an all Don Schumacher final with Jack Beckman versus Tommy Johnson Jr. Johnson the victor for his beat cancer machine. And in Pro Stock, somewhat of a Speed Freaks mojoed Erica Enders with the win, somewhat because her teammate Jed Coughlin invited our daughter Henley in for an official Erica Enders water this afternoon. Soon after consuming <laughs> those glorious drips, Double E went on to take the Wally. And, of course, NASCAR in Las Vegas. Friday it was Kyle Busch taking the win in trucks. 
And the Xfinity race was rain postponed on Saturday, but they just wrapped up the postponed version of their race before we went live at 10 p.m. Eastern just now. Chase Briscoe was the one doing donuts after the checkered flag. Joey Logano won in the Cup Series on his own or in his own oil-sponsored race. But I have to admit, my favorite post-race moment was none other than King Mario, Mario Andretti, tweeting him saying, Congrats to the Italian stallion, Joey Logano. Ah. Not sure Joey could be referenced or referred to as a stallion, but hey, at least laughter is good medicine. We will have that stallion, that winner, Joey Logano, next. Speed Freaks and SpeedFreaks.tv. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand. Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Back with the freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. That's where we've been doing it. Joey Logano's been coming in here for many, many years. And Joey Logano, with that win in Las Vegas, I think the big story is the fact that this is the the first win with you and your crew chief. Uh, we call him Mr. Wolf here in the Freak Nation. And is that true? He said for you to pit, but you couldn't hear him say to pit with that those last couple of laps. Well, we, we had a plan uh, if the situation happened. Uh, here towards the end of the race, if um, you know the caution came out and we had a few laps on our tires and we had a chance of getting clean air, that, that we wanted to take it, and uh, that was the plan when the race started. So we just kind of stuck to the plan. Um, ended up working out well, and uh, you're able to have a good restart to go along with that. That was a key part, you know, getting the clean air. Um, at least on the front row was important, but then having the push um, and being able to take control of the race—that's uh, that, how the whole thing kind of came together. Joey Logano, your winner from Vegas, cup winner from Vegas, joining us here in the Freak Nation. I think that's it's always interesting, the fact that communication doesn't get screwed up more often between driver and crew chief, given all the mechanics going on inside the car and, of course, all the technology around the track. Does that happen often when you can't hear uh, your crew chief or he can't hear you, given the mechanics or the, the technical glitches? Well, there's always so much going on. Even under caution in the car, there's so much that you're, you know, whether you're trying to cut temperature out of your car or, um, you're thinking of restarts or, you know, sometimes under, you know, one person can talk at a time on the, on the radio. So, you know, there's always the, the possibility of two people talking at once and not hearing things. So there's always the possibility of, of, uh, you know, missing something like that. But, um, yeah, this one worked out for the best. I don't think there was anything too crazy today fan wise, but I remember once Dale Earnhardt Jr. saying, that under yellow, he was he was jealous of some of the smoke coming from one of the motorhome areas because they were having such a big barbecue. Has there ever been a time <laughs> under yellow where you've noticed something that's kind of distracted you, but in a fun way? Um, not really. <laughs> I'm more focused in, and uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good at uh, being able to look at a few things at once. I usually get distracted pretty quickly. So, uh, I try not to look around, to be honest with you. Just look at where I'm going. Well, look where you're going today. Straight to Victory Lane for your own your own oil sponsorship. I mean, this couldn't have been a better planned party for you guys in Pennzoil. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is a, a perfect timing. You know, when you're driving the Pennzoil car and they had 600 uh, people um, were from employees to clients to customers the whole night um, at the racetrack. And so uh, I had dinner with them the night before a race and, and – and they told me how important it was to, to win that thing. So I'm um, glad we didn't let them down. Uh, there's nothing like pulling the, the Pennzoil Mustang into victory lane in the Pennzoil 400. Oh, it always kind of works perfectly together. So lots of yellow today. Yeah, clearly you took their, their words to heart. But I do want to question something, though. Back in the media center after the race, it looked like there was a big champagne toast with Pennzoil, but your liquid looked a little dark. Was that champagne? <laughs> I had a Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Just pimping all the sponsors, huh? <laughs> That's right. Joey, does that does that come into factor? Joey Logano, you winner from Las Vegas, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Does that does that factor into your racing? Giving your title sponsor or your big time sponsor is the sponsor of that race, and there's so many people there. Does that factor into your driving? Um, I, I wouldn't say it really changes the way I drive the car or do anything. Um, you know, you're still focused in on 
you know, uh, winning the race, no matter <laughs> what race it is, who's sponsoring it, it's all about winning the thing. Uh, so I'm just glad we were able to do it uh, early in the season, obviously with a new um, team, you know, to, at least to me, uh, around me. So I think all that was, was a big deal to kind of get some momentum rolling early in the season. Well, getting some momentum going on that, that package as well with the, the, the race car, the new mile-and-a-half package. I know you guys hate talking about this stuff all the time. We have audio clips of Kyle Busch saying, stop asking me package questions. But overall, it seemed like this was a pretty good race. People, especially on Twitter, they were raving about it. Oh, man, the race was uh, very intense. It's absolutely crazy how uh, you know, how much two-wide, three-wide, four-wide racing there was, yes. bumping and banging, and uh, just – no, so that when you get a caution like that towards the end of a race, you know uh, it's just going to be unbelievably crazy out there. Um, you know, and, and that's what we saw there at the end of the race. Cup winner from Las Vegas, Joey Logano, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You talk about that new package, and we we talk to drivers about that. Where yeah, you get you get practice, you get qualifying, but not until you get all thirty plus cars out there on the track. Do you know how that car is going to react? How soon do you make the adjustments to where like holy smokes, I can figure out this package? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same package we raced last year in, in Vegas, so uh, as far as rules, so nothing different there. Um, you know, so you just get out there and try to, you know, take all the lessons that you learned uh, last year and, and everything that you, uh, you know, studied uh, on the way out here and, and, uh, and prep, and then, uh, you know, just try to figure out what your car can and can't do and what other cars can and can't do and, and make the, the most of that. So, um, you know, it's, that's that's where – you know, I think it's the difference at this level is everyone's got the talent. It's all about the prep and, uh, you know, being able to, um, you know, do the best you can on these restarts, uh, to take advantage of cars and, and keep yourself, uh, in the game. So when there is a late race caution like there was, we had the opportunity to be close enough to the front to, to be on the front row and not stay out and be fourth or fifth. And that's when you, that's when you get yourself in trouble. So, um, you know, the team did a good job keeping us in the hunt all day. I felt like we were probably a, you know, we were a top three car most of the day, um, so we were close enough to uh, be in striking distance and lead some laps and uh, some good stops, and everything's worked out. Joey Logano, winner of the NASCAR Cup race in Las Vegas today, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And before we let you go, have you been able to check Twitter yet? Because you got a pretty cool shout-out by King Mario. Oh, really? That's, that's awesome. Uh, no, I have not. I mean, uh, I got about... 75 text messages and uh, to be honest with you, you get done with the media stuff which I haven't obviously got done with it yet and uh, you get on an airplane and then you go home so um, I'll, I'll get a chance to look at everything on the plane on the way home Mario uh, hey anytime Mario Andretti right. says something to you that, that's my man that's, that's the coolest so I uh, look forward to seeing that but um, yeah he sent me a, a picture after he won the Daytona 500 uh, a picture of himself in when he won the daytona 500 and he said finally another italian won this race <laughs> and uh i keep that right next to my trophy because i think that is the coolest thing uh, i mean he's the man he's he's a, an icon in, in motorsports and the guy that can race anything and uh i've always looked up to him for that there it is freak nation joey logano wow, cup winner cool. from las vegas joining us here in the freak nation joey it's always a pleasure thank you buddy all right thank you very much you guys have a good one when marlon Dreddy sends anyone a tweet i mean we've i don't know if any of these tweets that he sends out to people are bigger than mario andretti stat man leaving voice leaving the outgoing voicemail for the freaks i was going to say that i bet you he's not leaving a voicemail for joey logano no matter 
how much he likes him. And no matter how many Italians win or lose the Daytona 500, uh, Mario Andretti asked you to lunch when you call the freaks. <laughs> that is Why is that greatness. not back on our voicemail? I don't know, Crash. Maybe uh, we should do that. I, it's our 20th year of existence. I think we need to do that. Yes. Well, I'll uh, I'll see if I can locate it. Deal, guys? Okay. Are you finding it right up, now man. as we speak? No. no. <laughs> I, can, I can probably recite it. This is Marandretti. You've reached Speed Freaks. The office is a Speed Freaks. Leave a message, and they can take you out to lunch. No, the baddest. Oh, yeah. The only show that you can carry, carry my, my jock strap. strap. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's greatness. It was the best. Only Mario. Coming up in moments, your Statman Scat. And I want to take that conversation after Statman Scat a little deeper in regards to Ryan Newman. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. I'm one of the millions who've watched in amazement at the recovery road being traveled by NASCAR driver Ryan Newman. I'm even more satisfied that Newman isn't at the racetrack in Las Vegas this weekend. He did send a written statement, though. The statement said Newman is being treated for a head injury. I'd like to think the new car spec from NASCAR saved Newman's life. Just being further away from the door probably helped limit Newman's injuries when he was slammed by Corey LaJoy's racer on the last lap at Daytona. There's concern, though, that no one's saying what the head injuries are. Newman's medical injuries are none of my business, certainly. I'm just glad he's still here, recovering, and not at a racetrack or in a race car today. Hopefully the doctors will keep him out with no external pressures to return for as long as it takes to get him completely recovered and maybe playing with his daughters. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. A little story about Boost Mobile. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your dog die? Your girlfriend left you. No, the pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone. Mm-hmm. That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't. 
Without Boost Mobile, I got an old phone. It makes my life sad. I feel so alone. I'm switching to Boost, getting four phones for free. Yeah, Samsung Galaxy for my whole family. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines for $25 per line per month with unlimited data and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. Step up with Boost Mobile. New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on Consumer Affairs. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Go to lucasoil.com. Check out the line of products to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, they got it. Outside your engine, they got it. Inside your car, they got it. And to keep your sh- car looking sharp on the exterior, bam, Lucas Oil, lucasoil.com. Uh, Monday, we were all watching the Ryan Newman incident. Uh, the final lap coming down to the green-white checkered flag. And we, we all know what happened. Uh, you heard Statman Scad addressing some of the concerns. But now that we've had a, a week to think about it and, no, and another race under our belt, Crasher, I believe you saw this. Statman, not sure if you saw this, but uh, NASCAR gave a minute-by-minute or a second-by-cynic syn- synopsis of what went down with the Ryan Newman accident. First safety workers arrived at the scene 19 seconds after Newman's car stopped flipping or sliding. A trauma doctor was there, arrived 12 seconds after that. Two seconds later, paramedic climbed inside the car and began treating Ryan Newman. Well, they were getting crushed might be a little bit severe, but they were getting attacked slightly on Twitter by people who said, you need a traveling medical team like IndyCar has, like Formula One has. Why don't you guys have this? Well, I think that's part of the reason why they, because I've never known them to give a minute-by-minute or a second-by-second update of what actually transpired so i think that is one of the reasons why this came out and kudos to the daytona emts and and the trauma docs because they were on it regardless of not having a traveling medical staff they were on it daytona at least is a track that knows what it's doing there was a it seemed like a lot longer i read that piece and it seemed like a lot longer but you have to remember that when the car's upside down, there's still cars on the track going 150 miles an hour trying to slow down after the race. 
there's debris from accidents, and they have to, for their own safety, they have to get out there, uh, maneuver around all of that stuff, and just moving from behind the wall to the car takes time. Uh, it, the way the camera focused on it really brought attention to it. I was concerned because the it looked like there was some liquid, it looked like fuel, that was leaking out of the car with flames around. So I was afraid that, you know, he needs to get out of the car, but then it dawned on me, the car's upside down, maybe he can't. And just about then, uh, they pulled up and started, uh, you know, working on him and uh, got some uh, spray on the fire and put the flames out. Dustin Long with NBC Sports had a nice report this week, a nice report, had some numbers that... Uh, with at Daytona, the Daytona 500, 81.3 percent of cars in the Daytona 500 over the last four years have been involved in a crash. 81 oh, percent. Yeah, there it was. It wait a minute, Kenny. It was even greater than that. I think I'm going to give you some bad numbers here, but it's something like 50 plus cars were in the. Xfinity race and the cup race and only seven went home uh, uh, un, undamaged by accident. Maybe it was the clash and the cup race, uh, but only seven went home undamaged by accident. There, and I'm, I'm trying to be calm about some of this because some of my uh, complaints – were really on display there, and uh, it's not time to uh, be complaining, uh, but there's some real problems with the way they allow the drivers to have at it, and uh, I I think that these things are going to happen till one of two things occurs. They, you know, get the whip out and get some of these drivers in line, or two, I think the biggest thing they need to do is to get away from restrictor plates and slow the cars down with uh, compression in the engines so that drivers, uh, their skill set will separate them and make the racing safer as opposed to letting the cars go as fast as they can and, and jeopardizing other things. But if they just slow the cars down, take horsepower out of the cars, by uh, reducing the compression in the cylinders, then uh, it's not going to cost them a lot of money. And guys that know how to drive and shift gears and steer the car will uh, be able to drive away from the people who are just uh, holding on and uh, not, you know, don't know how to drive yet. Well, they're not using restrictor plates anymore. Starting last year, they moved over to a tapered spacer. But I'm not technically savvy enough to know really how much of a difference that has made versus restrictor plates. It doesn't seem the on track well, product doesn't seem to have changed much. That tapered spacer is it, maybe it's technically not a restrictor plate, but if everybody <laughs> has the same control, then it's going to take you a full lap to accelerate. You're not going to be able to get away from other cars and you're going to have pack racing. Uh, whereas if 
I don't know what I'm doing. And Joey Logano, for example, knows what he's doing. But I could kind of keep up with Joey if we all have the same horsepower. But he knows what he's doing, and he could drive away from me and leave me in the dust. So that can happen. You could separate the cars, and you don't have pack racing, and that's what causes the accidents. NASCAR said it's going to look at whether it needs to reduce speeds or officiate blocking. Oh, gee, you think? Before they get to Talladega in April. But here's the problem, though. There's no driver publicly screaming saying we have to change something. And that, to me, is a little shocking and a little disturbing. Because, yes, as we've complained on this show for years, blocking needs to stop. The, yeah, you, we, the three of us talked about that, that maybe we haven't said enough. We've said all along, and the only driver who appears to have the, the cojones to say something was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, right. You know, he's the only one that has said something in the past, and if it wasn't for some of the changes that he demanded, in the cage structure, maybe he would have been more severely injured. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the drivers are afraid to say anything because I continually say they're doing the only thing that they're prepared to do. Uh, some of them, you know, he graduated from Purdue, but some of them barely got out of high school. They're not prepared yeah. to do anything other than drive a car fast. So, um, you know, they need to keep quiet. But somebody needs to uh, get to them, and the only one that appears to have the the strength to do it is Ryan Newman. With 18 laps to go, this is to the conversation you two just had. With 18 laps to go, Kurt Busch radioed to his team to ask how many cars were still on the lead lap. This, of course, the Daytona 500 last week. When told 36, he thought, that's insane. Bush cited stage breaks, other modern-day rules that keep the pack larger and tighter than in the early 2000s. And he added this. He said, that's what's adding to these wrecks, the amount of cars still on the lead lap in contention. Most are riding the back to make it to the end, and then everybody went at it at the same time. It's a perfect storm, a lot of cars in the same spot. So 18 laps to go, 36 cars were on the same lap. (laughs) And yeah. literally 18 laps later, maybe 30 of those 36 came out okay? That's yeah, on restarts, on restarts, because of, you know, the restriction and the power, it takes a, a lap or more to get up to speed. And they're all getting up to speed together. So basically, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a difference between some of the backmarker teams and uh, Penske or... Hendrick mm-hmm. or Gibbs, they know how to build engines. They have drivers that know how to get the maximum out of those engines. So if they let them all build the engines and just take some of the power out by reducing the compression, it's easy to check. It's relatively inexpensive. And uh, you only have it for the tracks where you need to slow the cars down at Talladega and Daytona. So you don't have a lot of money invested in sitting over there in the corner. And that will allow the cars to separate naturally. Let this number sit in, Crasher. You, we're talking about the 36 cars left on the lead lap 
with 18 laps to go for the Daytona 500. Kurt Busch says, yeah, that's insane. Gave a great explanation of why he sees this as the perfect storm. So he had 36 cars left, 18 laps to go, and by the end of it, 32 of the 40 cars were involved in a wreck. <laughs> yep, well, Man. That's just. So that means, okay, I said we're six even available, so that means eight. Eight were undamaged yeah. 18 laps later. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it is, well, literally it was night and day, but as far as the carnage goes, and it, it's tough to compare the cookie-cutter tracks like Las Vegas to Daytona. I get it. we got a break here in 40 seconds. But it's night and day, the carnage that was left at Daytona versus what we saw today oh, yeah. in uh, in Las Vegas. And just to have that pack racing, that number of cars left for a chance to win the biggest stock car race on the planet, it's, uh, yeah, it's the perfect, it, it's it's just part of the vernacular talking about, well, is, the, is this the big one? Is this the big one 2.0? <laughs> just part of it. Coming up, his name is Shane McElrath, your points leader in Supercross Series. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation and a freaking flashback seven years ago with A.J. Allmendinger. Ding, Deemer and Dinger. Yeah, man. AJ Dinger. Yeah, man. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor, and there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers, and it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. 
Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with the Freaks. You follow us on Twitter, right? Of course, Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. at speedfreaks.tv. And, of course, Twitter at speedfreaks. Shane McElrath joining us here in the Freak Nation, your points leader, the 250 class for Supercross and the East Series. And, Shane, every week we have a Supercross rider on the show, and whether it's their first season on a 250 or their second or third season, we always somehow move into the 450 discussion. When does Sh- and, I, and I know that you've changed teams and all of that, but do, when you're changing teams from last year to, to this year, is there still discussion, advanced discussion, about when you're going to get on that 450 and, and race professionally? Um, for me and just where I am in my career, I, I only have one year uh, left in the 250 class. So with that, I only signed a one-year deal with Yamaha, and there has been discussion since then. But at the time, it was just like we're we're going here with a one-year deal that has no no extension, no option. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just we we need we feel like we need this, and we're going to take it. So there, at the point we signed, there there was no no talk or anything. Shane McElrath grabs the first win of the year in the East Series in Tampa, 250 class, joining us here in the Freak Nation. That is interesting you say that because a lot of us like to have the security of a three- or four-year deal if we're in that contract-type business. Yes, and ultimately it makes sense. But with where we were, like I said, in my career, we needed a change. We we somewhat had that security, but – at the same time, we were just kind of too comfortable, and we needed to be uprooted. We needed to kind of have a fire lit underneath us. So that was that was our our move to all right. We're we're done being comfortable. It's like we're going to work hard at this, and uh, if my results bring us something, then good. If not, then you know what? We tried and we gave our best effort. So that was our motive coming here. It's like yeah, it's it's a big risk because there's there's zero uh comfort in the future really so we're uh, we're not focused on that right now we're just focused on right here and right now 
Shane McElrath, of course, taking the season opener in Tampa for the 250 East class. I would say that that is motivating you, though, because clearly this discomfort or, or lack of comfort from that you've had in years past, it's working this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this this sport is is improving every year. It's, the intensity is getting higher every year, and it's it's not something that I can just hang out during the week and, and show up on race day and be uh, comfortable and be the fastest. That's just not the, the nature of the sport anymore. And so it, it takes being uncomfortable during the week, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone uh, at the practice track so that when you show up to the race, you know, all right, I, I can ride this much above my comfort zone and still be safe. So that's, that's how we continually elevate our own uh, fine line, if you will. But it's a, uh, it's tough to, to replicate that, and that's where our nutrition, our fitness, our mental state, everything plays into it. Can you explain what you're referring to as your comfort zone? Is it an endurance thing? You just referenced nutrition. Are you doing something different with your diet now? What is different besides the team? What is different this year from last year? Uh, ultimately, we changed everything. My wife and I, we, we really took a step of faith and felt like God was calling us out of our comfort zone, which was, uh, going through the motions. We were uh, comfortable with where we were. We, in a sense, were kind of holding ourselves back because we had that, that sort of comfort knowing that, oh, well, it, it'll work itself out. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't know that we could say we were giving, our, giving it 100% because, like you said, it's, it's motivating when you have that, that unknown ahead of you. You're like, well, I got – I got right now, and if I don't make it happen right now, then there's not going to be anything later. So it's it's really uh, – that's been our driving force is we're stepping out of our comfort zone and everything that, that we know, really, and we're changing everything. We're changing trainers. We're changing nutrition programs. We're changing homes. We're changing states we live in, everything. Whoa. Okay, hence the okay. You've been in California though for a while, though, right? I know you're from North Carolina, but are you still in California? Yes. So uh, on and off, I've I've lived in California over the last like seven and a half years. But uh, my wife and I two years ago uh, bought a house in Florida, and we lived there for a little bit before then too. But we committed to live in Florida and train down there. But this year, my contract actually says we must reside in Southern California. And that's to to be with the team and so that it's convenient for training, for just working with the team, like, directly. And so we kept our house in Florida for the time being just because it, it is only a one-year deal. And we don't know what's, what's after this year, but we just got a little apartment in California, and now now we're full-time there as of this year. That's interesting. That's fascinating to me, actually, that your contract states that you have to live in a certain place. I mean, granted, there is flexibility with that because of it just being a one-year contract, but I don't think I have heard of that in other forms of motorsport. Is that somewhat unique to two-wheel or to Supercross specifically? I think it is, and with with my situation, I've actually told other people that and asked ask about uh, other team members' contracts, and they, they've never heard of that. So I, I think I may be the first one on this team, but uh, for me, it's like I, I don't really care if we're in Florida. I don't care where we are as long as we're working with the team. We're 
we're training with everybody. I mean, our trainer lives in California. Our nutritionist lives in California. All the team is based in California. So it's like we, we committed to the team, and they they took a chance on us. And so we're, we're trying to give them our all. And if that means going to California, if that means going anywhere else, we're, we're up for that. We just we love the accountability and just the driving force of having the team together, having the team pushing uh, each other forward as we go. Meanwhile, motorsports fans, there's a beach house for rent in Florida somewhere. I mean, heck, you can, you can have a side business going. It, it's in central Florida. Hey. It's okay. It's still Florida. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've had success in the 250 class, of course, what you did in the West Series and now with the East Series. Is it, a, is it a given that, again, you get through this contract, you will move into the 450s? Um, I, I really, in this sport, I mean, we've all seen that that nothing is uh, nothing's guaranteed and going along with being comfortable. I'm not, I'm not going to take my chances on that. I'm going to take my chances on doing everything I can while I can. And, and ultimately let God take care of the rest. Um, I think it's not up to us to worry about things that we can't control. And so we're, we're content with, with not knowing our future and giving it our all right now. Shane McElrath joining us here in the Freak Nation, of course, wins the first East race for the 250 class in Tampa, uh, Dallas this weekend. Last thing for you, man, on your bio says one of your hobbies is building car audio kits. What What's the ultimate car audio kit for Shane McElrath? Um, honestly, it's I've kind of went both sides of the spectrum from just like, uh, good sound quality to just obnoxious bass. Oh. Um, and I, I was actually just talking to one of my friends the other day, and Toyota Escondido gave me a truck for this year. And it's uh, it's actually the first vehicle that I haven't had a sound system in. And every one that I've every vehicle that I've had, I've I've built my own system in it. So uh, now I, I'm tuning it back to just. I, I love some good bass at uh, <laughs> affordable cost and not, not too big of a custom build anymore. And a boy. Shane McElroth yeah. joining us here in the Freak Nation. 250s, uh, 250 East class, the first win out of Tampa. Crasher. All about that bass. All about that bass, baby. Bam! All about that bass. Yeah, yep. man. Hey, Shane, good luck to you for the rest of the Supercross season, bud. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's just strange, Crasher, when you have a race in Dallas and it's part of the 250 East Series. I'm, I don't understand that, but then again, you, you're Cowboys, Kenny. Yes, your Cowboys are in the NFC East, ah. so yeah. Thanks for reminding me about that, Crasher. Uh-huh. Appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, uh, Statman, you, you ready for some trivia, buddy? Uh, yeah, why not? I got... I got a lifetime to live. Why not have some trivia? Uh, uh, this this date in 1985, uh, what did Bobby Knight do? Oh, this God, date in that, well, is Bobby Knight either smacked the player or threw a chair. <laughs> ah, he threw a chair. Nice yes, job. Okay. Yeah, All right. This date in 1969. And, and again, it was the, I think the 11th running of the Daytona 500, 1969. Leroy Yarborough, driver for Junior Johnson, catches Charlie Goltzbach, Glotzbach, 
on the final lap to win. The first Daytona 500 won on a last lap pass. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. Seriously, though, those early Indy 500s and Daytona 500s, yeah, you would maybe have four or five cars on the lead lap. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Well, there was one NASCAR race I remember. There was only seven finishers. Uh, at, yeah, they just, you know, took out everybody. But the one great finish at Daytona was when Richard Petty and David Pearson uh, smacked into each other coming out of the fourth turn and spun. Yes. And it was all up to one to get the car started to get across the finish line. That was I forget the year. That was probably in the mid seventies, something like that. Yeah, that was that. There was a lot of drama that day. Think about this: with the lack of technology back in the sixties, and just to say, let's just say sixty nine, nineteen sixty nine. If there was a an accident similar to what they had last Monday night. The day twenty five hundred, those cars with all that American metal. Imagine how that would sound if you've got twenty cars oh. wrecking together like that. Ooh. It's almost like nails on a chalkboard. Thinking about what that would really sound like. Yeah. Yeah, and and they were cars then. They weren't uh, purpose built race machines. Right. They were. They started off as uh, production cars that got modified into race machines, but uh, these cars are just out-and-out race machines, full-on race machines. So, yeah, and every time one goes down the tubes, that's probably $700,000 or more. So if you wipe out 20 of them, (laughs) that's a lot of money. That's like $14 million goes up in smoke (laughs) in uh, uh, what – 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Easy, yeah. Justin Allgaier talked about the Daytona Rex recently, and he was talking about how the drivers feel more comfortable, confident with all the safety developments with these cars. But the the rules and the strategy play a part in these accidents. Uh, Saying that's what's adding to these wrecks, the amount of cars still on the lead lap. He backed up what Bush said as well. But... All guy talking about how these guys feel so comfortable in the cars. It, it it brings me to those times when we've hit somebody or somebody hit us in a car. You can be fiddling with your radio, having a nice, wonderful day, and then once once you're involved in a wreck, that noise of that wreck, there's nothing like it, and it always moves in slow motion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always, I don't care if you're, you probably noticed the slow motion when you're playing soccer, when you were playing college soccer, the, you know, I've heard it said that when the brain, the brain normally reads at what, 29, 30 frames per second, let's say. And, uh, when an accident happens, you're more intent on what's going on. So you might read at uh, 150 frames per second, and it seems like slow motion taking all that stuff in. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's insane what's going on 
Uh, I think I've told you before that Rick Beers uh, took seven minutes to explain what's going on in his mind over uh, three quarters of a second uh, spin. Yeah, where was that crash that he was referring to? It was in Canada. It was in uh, St. Jovite, maybe. It was in Canada, though. Huh. Yeah, and but when you're an athlete such as Mears or NBA, National Football League, the way they're able to compartmentalize their profession, whether it's an accident in a car or a play that on the field takes five seconds, but in their mind, uh, it, it's – they can slow it down to a certain degree. Uh, the only th- again, the only thing I can I can identify with that is just you're nonchalantly in your car tending to something, and then bam, there's an accident, and it just it puts you in another dimension. Yeah, it's probably why the great ones like Jerry West or Magic Johnson, or to a degree Larry Bird, when they tried to coach, uh, they couldn't. They didn't have much success at it because. Imagine Larry uh, or uh, Magic Johnson pulls a guard over and says, can't you see that man over there? Throw him the ball. And, you know, nobody could see the floor like he did. But sometimes it's hard for them to uh, grasp that. A lot of backup quarterbacks make better head football coaches like Doug Peterson than uh, the, the, the starting quarterback because – the backup quarterback charts the plays and stands on the mm-hmm. sideline and watches the game for 10 years. So he knows what's going on much better than the starter does. A.J. Allmendinger flashback and Christopher Bell coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. From the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Briefs. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Briefs. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of it, man. Lucas Oil Studios. That's where we've been doing it for 20 years. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent at Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Did you miss our interviews with Joy Logano, Shane McElrath last hour? They'll be up there for you coming up uh, tomorrow morning, Monday morning at speedfreaks.tv. Statman, some other good news coming out of Las Vegas. No real carnage, but you being a Chevrolet Camaro guy, Chevy drivers, uh, dig this. Uh, after the the new development of the updated Camaro Z, ZL1 1LE body. All right. That's a mouthful. Thank you. After all the chaos of the la- last lap crash, six Chevrolets finished in the top ten. Six Chevrolets finished in the top ten. In Vegas or in Daytona? Vegas. Okay. Ricky Stenhouse, Junior, Austin Dillon. Jimmy Johnson placing the top five. Chase Elliott led 70 laps, winning both stages before his his accident. I thought Truex won the second stage. No. 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 Uh, Alex Bowman in the Chevrolet was coming around on that final, uh, final lap to the caution drop uh, to possibly make a run for winning that race. So, Statman... Some good news for Chevrolet with the redesign in this. Ford and Toyota, at least initially, uh, not running away with it. 
Well, I think that was just an anomaly from the crash. Uh, so all the Fords and Toyotas are running up front and got taken out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Fords are running pretty good today. Uh, Toyota was really back. I think at one point I remember hearing that Kyle Busch was the first Toyota in 11th. So, uh, yeah, the, the, I think the stories of the early season so far, besides the Ryan Newman crash, is the the success of the Chevrolets and how they uh, they've managed to move um, Stenhouse from mid pack to the front of the line. Uh, you know, Chevrolet's well, done something. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think that's the big story of the early part of the season. Yeah, what did I notice? I think it was fifteenth. Where did Kyle Busch finish? He was the highest finishing Toyota today, and I think that was 15th. Yeah, that's that was very interesting to me. 15th and on back Toyotas. When's the last time that happened? It's probably Did, been yeah, a didn't long Kyle Busch, didn't he, didn't he sweep Las Vegas last year? All three races? No, uh, no. He didn't? Because, look, this is, Logano just went back to back, so no. Ah, okay. Then, then Okay. Uh, another story that I found interesting, I, re- I listened a little bit of the podcast with uh, Kyle Petty, and he gave some insight to his emotions when this whole thing went down with Ryan Newman. Again, getting back to our conversation about how we've been living the high life when it comes to racing, uh, NASCAR specifically, over the last 20 years. And then this thing h- hits with Ryan Newman and Kyle Petty, after losing Adam Petty just a few months before we started the show, was it One April? No, it was was May. it? Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. May in New Hampshire. It was like May tenth or twelfth. So yeah, mm. yeah. He was talking about uh, it was so emotional for him watching the the Ryan Newman accident. He says he didn't sleep much Monday night, worried about Ryan, but at the same time, so many emotions that he thought uh, that the last 20 years would have would heal some of these wounds that he had with his losing his son, Adam Petty. But after seeing that accident, nope. He said the wound is right there. It's just under the surface. So it was a tough day for him. Yeah, and obviously he went through much worse than many of us have. But it, it was it brought back those memories from 20 years ago from that nine-month span of NASCAR losing four drivers in nine months, it brought back a lot of memories of all of those crashes, most notably for for me, the Dale Earnhardt Sr. crash. But, yeah, I get it. I get it, Kyle. I get it. And I want to talk a little bit more about that because with these younger drivers now and how old they weren't when this fatality happened with Dale Earnhardt and Adam Petty and the others, Tony Roper. Uh, don't know if they fully grasp it. Going to reset and get back with it. Kenny. Coming up, Speed Freak Spence, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bam! Second hour of The Freaks. How you guys doing? Speed Freaks on the Sunday night. Welcoming in another round of affiliates with The Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent coming up this hour. A.J. Allmendinger, a freaking flashback. Seven years ago, after a nationwide series road course win, 
He'll be joining us from a freaking flashback. 20 years we've been doing this thing, so why not? We'll flashback today. And Christopher Bell driving the number 95 Cup car. Uh, he'll be joining us this hour. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our very good friends, General Tire. Do the smart things, folks. Roll on General Tires, SUV. What about a family sedan? Big old F-250. Roll on General Tires. Freaks do. You should, too. Crasher? Well, after leading every lap in his season debut in Tampa, Shane McElrath notched himself a second place overall in the 250 class in Supercross in Dallas. He had This was a triple crown weekend. He had a third place, a second place, and a win in each of the three moto mains. The overall win went to Chase Sexton, who took home two seconds and a first. McElrath, in case you missed it, he was just with us last hour. Catch it on SpeedFreaks.tv. In the 450 class, Eli Tomac was your overall winner, finishing with a fifth and two first-place races. Ken Roxon won the first moto before Eli wrapped up the night. The Arizona Nationals are where NHRA spent their time this weekend, and after missing the opening race in Pomona, California, Steve Torrance came out swinging in Phoenix to grab his first top fuel win of the year. In Funny Car, it was an all-Don Schumacher final with Jack Beckman versus Tommy Johnson, Johnson the victor for his beat cancer machine. And in Pro Stock, a little bit of Speed Freaks mojo going on with Erica Enders. She took the Wally, oh, just hours after Speed Freaks' daughter, Henley Sargent, took a sip of her Erica Enders water. Mm. NASCAR was in Las Vegas this weekend, and Friday it was Kyle Busch taking the win in the trucks. The Xfinity race was postponed, and it actually wrapped up just about an hour ago. The winner going to Chase Briscoe. Joey Logano won also today in his own oil-sponsored race, but like we talked about in the first hour, arguably the best moment of post-race was the king, Mario Andretti. Tweeting him saying, congrats to the Italian Stallion. And again, we can joke about that nickname mm-hmm. in funny ways and maybe not so funny ways. But yeah, Joey Logano, class of the field today. Freak Nation, coming up, A.J. Allmendinger and a freak of flashback. You don't want to miss this. We address the overweight situation of a certain driver. <laughs> it's greatness. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, we do. No, we didn't. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. 
TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finessing on them with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Thank you, Lucas Oil. Thank you, Lucas Oil. Finest synthetic oil on the planet. So damn good, they named the stadium after him. Go to lucasoil.com and check out their products to keep your ride on the road. Been a part of the Freak Nation for 20 years. Make them part of your life moving forward. Go to lucasoil.com. Coming up in about 20, 25 minutes, a flashback with A.J. Allmendinger. Seven years ago, after he got a Nationwide Series road win, road course win, and was still looking for a permanent ride. It was about a year after he was suspended by NASCAR. It was the year after he was suspended by NASCAR. That's right. The Adderall. Yeah. Incident. Story. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, A.J. Almendinger, a freaking flashback, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your stat man scat coming up. But first, we caught up with Christopher Bell, number 95, NASCAR Cup driver. Uh, Christopher Bell, we caught up with him a few days ago. And we we talk about the Daytona 500, and we also talk about does he watch accidents? Does he watch replays of accidents? And what what was going through his mind when the replay was being shown at the Daytona International Speedway of Ryan Newman's accident? Uh, so it's interesting to get a driver's perspective on watching accidents when it comes to really watching their own. It's Christopher Bell joining us. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. And I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit on watching the Daytona 500. As soon as I said Christopher Bell working his way up into a top three, top five, you pulled out of that train and then were shuffled all the way back. What the hell were you saying in your helmet once that happened? With It was about <laughs> ten laps to go? Yeah, it, actually it was less than that. So that was pretty, pretty disappointing. You know, I... Uh, I don't know. I was just trying, trying to uh, make sure that I, I kept the guys behind me, and um, just felt like it was one of those situations where, whichever way I went, the guys behind me were going to go the opposite. So 
that it didn't it didn't work out. Christopher Bell driving the number ninety-five Cup car. Little post Daytona five hundred conversation we're having here. If you would have been with one of, let's say, Joe Gibbs Racing or Hendrick Motorsports, do you think you had would have had better respect? Not, just the fact that you're a rookie driver in the Cup Series and you're not with one of the five, four or five car teams, do you think other guys would have followed you? That, that's a great question, and, uh, and I'm not I'm not sure what the answer of that is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just I, I guess I could go to Cole. Cole Custer is, is with Stuart Haas Racing, so I don't know if he got a little bit more help than me, but. It definitely seemed like whichever way I was going, the, the guys were going around me. They weren't going to go. They weren't going to go with me. Uh, so I, I knew whenever I restarted on the front row that it was going to be tough because everyone was going to be trying to pass me instead of push me. And um, so that was that was that. When you look at the Daytona 500, and you can go out there and qualify, and test, and practice. But once you get all 40-plus cars out there on the track, or when, once you get that, get the full field out there, explain to someone out there on the freeway or on the back roads the difference in the handling of a car once you're around all those cars on the track at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, that's, that's the tough part. I mean, driving around the racetrack by yourself is, is you know relatively easy. But whenever you get out there with everybody else, the speeds increase. Uh, the air is just moving around so much that the, the air will just kind of waller you all over the place. Was it a shock to the system once you were able to experience that the first time, Christopher Bell? Uh, I mean, uh, my my first time in the truck series was a, uh, a quite the experience. But, you know, once you once you get in the draft, whether it's trucks or Xfinity cars or cup cars, uh, it's, it's all pretty similar. Yeah, well, that's that's true, and and again, we know the history with you and Xfinity, and of course the trucks. But at the same time, the level of talent in those Cup cars is—it's—I'm not going to say light years, but it steps up from the other series. I imagine the respect that you've got to give those other drivers, and that they've got to give you, is felt in the cockpit of that car. Yeah, and that's something that I've got to to prove, right? Everyone yep. is—they don't know, you know—they don't know the my talent level or, or my equipment standpoint. So uh, we just have to go out there week in and week out and, and prove to these guys that we're, uh, you know, we're here to stay. With that in mind, Christopher Bell, what's your opinion on how you did last night in the Daytona 500? Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy. And uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how we did. Starting on the, the front row of the Daytona 500 with 10 laps to go is something that not everyone can say. So, we put ourselves in position to try and win the race, and uh, you know there's some things that I can do better. Uh, and then on top of that, just you know proving myself to the, the competitors around me and, and trying to get guys to work with me a little bit more will be uh, the next step. All right, explain to the Freak Nation, Christopher Bell. You've won yourself your share of chili bowls. We know that. Uh, restarts on dirt versus restart at uh, Daytona. Night and day, we understand that, but can you relate that to an everyday person that doesn't get the chance to experience a 200-mile-an-hour stock car or 110-mile-an-hour quarter midget or sprint car? Yeah, so the the biggest thing is that at Daytona, you're just so reliant on everyone around you. So, uh, you know, it's just a matter of getting those guys to push you and and stuff like that. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, I just I didn't get pushed at the right time yesterday and, and – that was that was that.
Well, we talk about pushing, and I hate to bring up this subject, but there's a lot of... We saw this after the Earnhardt crash. We saw this after the Dan Weldon crash in IndyCar. There's a lot of non-motorsports fans who are trying to inject themselves into the conversation of this, you know, the issues that we had last night and the the big crash with Ryan Newman. And some of the non-motorsports people listening right now are saying, why was anybody even pushing him to begin with? But as a racer, that's what you do. And you know the limits of your cars. Can you kind of explain to people that are upset about what they saw last night that this truly is as, as, Brutal as it might sound, it's part of the sport. Um, yeah, I mean the way that the the rules package are at, at the rules package is at Daytona and Talladega. I mean pushing is just uh, the name of the game, and unfortunately, down towards the end of the race, guys are are not going to be lifting off the throttle pedal because you know they want to win. So um, it's just the name of the game that that NASCAR provides us. And then there's there's others out there that say, well, you should never have a green-white checkered finish. But then I saw an interesting argument against that. It's like, well, stick and ball sports, they don't ever end on a timeout. So, yeah, there is that. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, we're in a unique sport, that's for sure. Christopher Bell joining us here in the Freak Nation. Give me a driver's perspective when you see an accident like that with Ryan Newman. What are you, when you're sitting there watching the replays or you're getting updates, can you kind of pull the curtain back and, and tell me what you were thinking, maybe what you were saying, maybe the crew, your crew chief? Uh, you just, you, you don't, I, I never watch crashes. I never watch the replays of crashes. So, uh, you know, as a driver, you just have to think in, in your head that you know that it's not going to happen to you. And uh, and then, you know, you just, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it, um, so you just, you know, you don't watch the replays. You just go on about your business and try and win the next race. And Christopher Bell, I applaud you. It, it, it is odd asking you some of these questions, and I know you don't want to talk about it. I applaud you for at least giving it a go and, and giving us your best because, yeah, we're all kind of in a weird situation right now, and it's it's just that something has to be said just a little bit. One thing I absolutely want to applaud you on, I was loving your Twitter feed pre-race Kenny, did you see this? He made a thank you video. Christopher Bell made mm-hmm. a thank you video for everybody going back to the very beginning. Who got you through to your career? That was huge. I don't think I've ever seen a driver do that. Yeah, it's been really fun. Just the, you know, the transition of my, of my racing life, and and it, it's all because of key people and key moments in my of of people that have helped me, and uh, you know, I felt like I owed that to them to. Make sure that they understand that I appreciate that, and and you know, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people, and if you take any one of those people out, then I, I don't end up here today. All right, Bell, you went out and won the pole for the Xfinity race at ISM Raceway at the time, now Phoenix Raceway. It looks like you might have already figured this track out. Is that true? Have you figured out Phoenix Raceway at this point, given the limited time you spend on this new configuration? Uh, on the in the Xfinity series, I have. We'll we'll see how well that translates to the Cup package. <laughs> That's true. With that new cup package, this is going to be a different animal. Uh, I, I would imagine you being a racer's racer, where you, we could put you in golf carts or shopping carts and you want to win. I would imagine that you're looking forward to attacking this thing in the Big Boy Cup Series. Yeah, it's going to be really enjoyable. And, and the new rules package will have everybody on a level playing field. So I think uh, I think we have the opportunity here to, to hit the ground running. Bam. All right. You got to it, Kenny. Who would you race and beat, crush, in a shopping cart race. Tyler Reddick. <laughs> nice. Mr. Backflip. Let's I don't do know, it. man. I think you and Kyle Larson would go at it in a shopping cart, dude. 
Uh, I've raised him enough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The number 95 cup car, Christopher Bell. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you. Thank you. Have a good day. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. I'm one of the millions who've watched in amazement at the recovery road being traveled by NASCAR driver Ryan Newman. I'm even more satisfied that Newman isn't at the racetrack in Las Vegas this weekend. He did send a written statement, though. The statement said Newman is being treated for a head injury. I'd like to think the new car spec from NASCAR saved Newman's life. Just being further away from the door probably helped limit Newman's injuries when he was slammed by Corey LaJoy's racer on the last lap at Daytona. There's concern, though, that no one's saying what the head injuries are. Newman's medical injuries are none of my business, certainly. I'm just glad he's still here, recovering, and not at a racetrack or in a race car today. Hopefully the doctors will keep him out with no external pressures to return for as long as it takes to get him completely recovered and maybe playing with his daughters. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. 
guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. And feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, whatever, my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city Let's before go. I leave. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicure on our toes. toes. You know, Statman, one of your favorite NBA owners, Mark Cuban, uh, went bonkers on Twitter yesterday. Again, it's, it's, yeah, and it's it's fun to watch a guy like this, knowing that he's uh, he's going to get five thousands upon thousands, find thousands upon thousands of dollars with some of his knocks on the ref. <laughs> uh, he's he's not just torching; he is flame throwing and bombing any uh, type of bridges that was may have been built between some of the referees in the NBA. In the NBA. Uh, it says, in the past 12 years, it's been Ronnie Nunn, Don Vaden, Bob Delaney, and now Monty McCutcheon. What do they all have in common? You know the definition of insanity. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> golly. Refs have bad games. Crews have bad games. But this isn't a single game issue. This is the same S that has been going on for 20 years. Hire former refs who think they know how to hire, train, and manage Realize two years later they can't repeat. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> Woo! Well, it seems like in so many sports nowadays that uh, maybe the athletes are getting too big, too fast, uh, and the referees, especially in football, basketball, they're full time, but in football, the, most of them have other jobs, and you know they got to do other things besides referee a game on the weekend. It's pretty crazy some of the calls that they miss that are being uh, exaggerated by the slow-mo and the uh, all the stuff to show that, hey, he missed this. I bring this up because it was five, six years ago when we talked about the NASCAR trailer. We just don't talk about oh, well, they're headed to the NASCAR trailer. What do we call oh, it? The NASCAR? To the big red trailer. Big red trailer. Trailer, yeah. And then it we just don't. And... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> we just don't talk about that anymore. You don't have any. You don't have drivers going absolutely bonkers on some of the calls. You may have drivers calling out certain other drivers, like blocking. We know that that's that's part. Part of what's on the docket to address prior to Talladega. Maybe. Yeah. But how do you govern blocking in racing? It's part of the sport. How do you govern well, in, it, Stat? In IndyCar, they do a they do a pretty you're allowed to make one move, but you can't make two. You can't go back and forth. Uh, if you make one move to, you know, block a guy, that's cool. That's part of the game. But then to jump back protecting your position. Yeah. Yeah, to go back and block him again or block somebody else, that's when you get danger. And then you lose, he, the blocker loses control of his car and takes out a bunch of cars in the interim. I mean, it's, it's a, it's possible. They do it in IndyCar, crash it. 
you know, Crash knows more about that than I do, but they have control of it in IndyCar and it, where it's far more dangerous. I think in IndyCar races and Formula One races, you can go through a whole two-hour race and uh, two cars don't finish. And in uh, NASCAR, you can take out 20 cars in one accident. And it's just it's just hideous. And these guys are supposed to be the best drivers in the world. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, it's I don't know how we got back to the blocking conversation, but it, it absolutely needs to get out. I mean, protect your position like like they call it in IndyCar. But then if you can't if you can't continue to protect it with your normal talent level in driving, then forget it. Then it's and then it's stupid. So, yeah. Crasher, you asking the question, I don't know how we got back to the blocking conversation. This is Speed Freaks. Statman came up with rabbit holes 20 years ago. We dig rabbit holes here in the Freak Nation. So so acting like that wasn't, it's just part of the program. I dive in and I just start swimming. And I come up in someone else's pool and I start talking about it. (laughs) So to to say, all where it came from, well, that's where it came from, damn it. It started with yeah. Mark Cuban. We started talking about blocking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, somehow we went from Mark Cuban. Well, oh, okay, okay. So he was. He there was, was a transition there. Yeah, he was calling out riffs, and that led to us how when drivers <laughs> used to call out their competition crew. And well, Will Power flipped. Speaking of IndyCar, he flipped the double bird into mm-hmm. the IndyCar trailer. He didn't. Did he even get fined for that? So I listen, Statman. I'd never, ever, ever heard of digging rabbit holes and then the old saying, stat man, listen, man, I got socks older than you. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh. and, and another one that stat man can't stand is catching the ball at the highest point. Uh, oh, they're, yeah. they're starting to sneak, sneak that. At one point, they, they had changed it to uh, what that high point the ball, yeah. That's what <laughs> no. they, that made less sense than the other. But now they're starting to sneak it back to catch the ball at its highest point. <laughs> so for anyone to claim that, you know, they're, they're, well, how did we get here? Well, that's just <laughs> what we've done for twenty years in the Freak Nation. It's just right. what we do. We, like, why, why are we talking about this? Well, there's. There's a there's a reason and a space on why and how we got here, damn it. So that's that's my point, Crash. You follow me? Oh, with, yes. Just get a shovel out, and there's no telling where we'll end up. <laughs> yeah, just you just keep digging. Just keep digging. Going to be curious coming up next weekend at California Speedway if it's going to be yet another snoozer because this they'll be using the same aerodynamic patch package that they've had in the past correct this isn't one of the, part of the new package no that's right the, because this is a two mile track yeah two mile track yeah, two mile, yeah. yeah curious how this thing's going to shake out because i understand i don't know if it was fox doing some justice to their coverage but i saw more cars just on the edge of losing it today than i, I think i ever have at a mile and a half track granted i know crasher you slept to the stage no surprise. Oh yeah, that was. But out. there were it, there were, it was just cool to actually see cars ride that third ride that line of, of possibly losing it numerous times 
And you're talking about aside from the restarts, because the restarts were Yeah, four. aside from the restarts, where you're coming out of turn three into four, and then that arrow, the, the, the draft of the car and so forth, I just, maybe it's me wanting more action at a typical boring race in NASCAR. I don't know what it was, or Fox did their due diligence to to cover it more, but I certainly saw more of it today than I have there in the past. And speaking of, we got about, what do we have here? We have about, about uh, two minutes. Did Jeff Gordon over the last four or five, what? Look, no, no, keep going, keep going. Four or five days ever come out and say why he was so quiet during that last part of the broadcast on Fox no, Monday night? No, but does he need to? I mean, we were all in shock with Ryan Newman's crash. I mean, Kenny, you arguably pointed it out before anyone else in the world because the minute he crashed, you were in the back of my ear going, oh, my gosh, that Newman crash was horrible. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the TV is not even picking up on it yet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, does he need to say anything? No. I didn't say that. I did, but did he – I just wanted maybe some thoughts of why he grew silent. Did he see something there that most people didn't? Like was you. Was there communication in his ear saying, uh, guys, this is bad, shut the hell up, or, or if you do say something, make sure it's informative. I don't know. I was just curious because he's in a position to color things up for people watching TV. We got a minute, Statman. As a color commentator, you're just you're going say something, say something. Tell me what I'm not seeing. Well, that's. I think they have a a, a a difficult position to be in because he's worried about a friend. He knows it's a bad accident, uh, and he can't say anything because you really don't have any information other than what was on the screen. Uh, other than that, you're speculating, and there's a there's a fine line between speculation and analysis. Yeah. And I think that they they just have to be careful. I think when they start showing the replay, you have to believe that the guy is okay. Uh, but I, they were showing replays without knowing that, and I think that might have been the truck's fault and not his. Yes. Freak Nation, coming up next, an, an A.J. Allmendinger Freak of Flashback and an overweight IndyCar driver. We explain coming up. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hall Studio. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. 
So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance, and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I will give Statman $100. Crash, I will give you $50. If either of you can tell me who did this song. Oh, man. Walking on sunshine. Yeah, well, I should know. Want to get a shot at Statman? I don't have any idea. None. Linda Ronstadt. There's an idea. <laughs> Somebody's rolling over their grave, rolling over in their grave for that comment right there, Stat Man. <laughs> Katrina and the Waves, oh, nineteen eighty-three. Whatever the wow. hell happened to her? Remember that video? She had some of those snappy white tennis shoes. They went to. Uh, they went by the way of Chumba Wumba. Mm. That'd be a great question. Would you? Would you? Would you rather uh, uh, had this as a hit or Chumbawamba? Well, which one made more money? Right. Which one still gets residuals? Freak Nation, his name is A.J. Almondinger. He's He's been a, a residential, he's been an honorary fourth freak for many, many years. And in 2013, it was a season after he was suspended for uh, illegal substance, which come to find out it was Adderall, uh, booted off Roger Penske's team. And who got that ride after him in the number 22 cup car? Was it Joey? Your winner today, oh. Joey Logano, which comes up in this interview. What also comes up in this interview is about uh, Juan Pablo Montoya, stat man, and uh, – 
the waist size of Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh, uh, <laughs> it uh, had uh, ballooned somewhat. But just enjoy this ride back as we take a freaking flashback celebrating 20 years of the freaks with uh, Cart. Cha- was he ever Cart champion? AJ, no. Yeah, he just won like Sebastian five Bourdais, races like, in a row. Or, yeah, or, he yeah. won four in a row. And yeah, Sebastian Bourdais was just crushing the Cart series when AJ was there. So yeah, no. Yeah, Cart, sports cars, NASCAR Cup. Uh, and now in the nation, nationwide series, back in 2013, he had himself a big win at Mid-Ohio. Uh, A.J. Allmendinger joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Hole Studios. A.J. Allmendinger, do you still sip Red Bull, or what the hell do you sip nowadays? Just gin and juice, you know. That's what it's uh, always <laughs> sipping on, gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good to hear. I mean, a little gin and juice for A.J. Allmendinger joining us here in Speed Freaks Pits. And then before you get too looped up on gin and juice, nice win on the road course. You're showing these little punk-ass nationwide series pilots. How to do it up, Holmes? Yeah, I mean that's that's what they bring me in for, right? No, it's uh, yeah, Roger. It, it was kind of funny because before the race, he called me on the phone and was like, "All right, so now I want you to think big picture here. The the twenty two team is is fighting the fifty four team for the team owner championship, which is a big deal to Roger because that's the only championship he doesn't have in NASCAR. So he said, "All right, I want you to make sure you know you, you beat the fifty four. So you can't, we got to finish this thing." Uh, you know, help Sam as much as you can. Try to try to take over that points lead uh, for the for the driver championship, uh, but win as well. We need you to win. So I'm trying to get to ten or eleven wins this year. So, okay. Yes, sir, boss. So, it was uh, man. It, it's just like Road America. That discount tire Ford. Uh, Jeremy Bowen's the crew chief of, of the the 22 team, and just that whole the whole staff there at the racetrack and back at the shop. They build some fast race cars, so. Um, just uh, had to work a little hard at the end again, but that car was just dominant. It was fun to drive again, and just feel very lucky to be able to get the opportunity to do that. So AJ Almendinger, when the the captain turns to you and says, "Beat them, let him get points if you have to, but win the race," do you look at him with a straight face and don't crack a smile and say, "Yes, sir, Mr. Captain, sir"? Of course, that's what you have to do. <laughs> it's uh. You know, I mean, it, it's it's. I knew what he meant. You know, I, if we had the chance to go win the race, uh, make sure we go do it. But at the same point, uh, it's. I mean, that team championship is a big deal to him, and uh, he just he really wants it. And I think, and the twenty two team has has done a good job because I think at one point, uh, even maybe right before Road America or, or you know, kind of right around that time, uh, they were like fifty some odd points back, and and obviously Kyle's been winning a ton of races. Uh, in the nationwide series, so for them to finally get the points lead and, and be able to do that, it's a big deal to them. So I was just about being smart. And Mid Ohio was a race that, since it was the inaugural race, we didn't really know kind of how it play out. It's it's a tight track, especially for a nationwide car. So I think everybody was kind of scared of the unknown. But uh, once I kind of got out there and, and took the lead early on, and see, just saw how good the car was and how much it stayed under me and how I could pull a lead and just kind of play with the gaps whenever I wanted to. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. A.J. Allmendinger joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And, A.J., you just said, come on, you're doing some favors for RP. Time for RP to do some favors for you. You're tired of answering the questions on what your future is. So why doesn't RP just say, A.J., next year, you're mine? <laughs> uh, RP's already done enough favors for me. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> I, I don't expect anything from him. It's uh, I feel just fortunate that he keeps asking me to do 
certain things here and there. So, you know, next year I have nothing solid, and uh, I'm working on it daily, but it's kind of like life right now. I'm just enjoying it one day at a time, and I feel like uh, this whole year I've not had anything planned each week to each week, and everything's kind of worked out. So uh, I feel very I, – I guess the biggest thing for me is uh, I feel great that for the most part, every time I've gotten an opportunity, I've done everything I can to be at my best and make sure that I'm ready for it, whether it's at the racetrack or away from the racetrack. I just, I've done everything I can, and, and so far it's been working out. So that's all I can keep doing. And, you know, I feel good that something will happen next year. I'm just not sure what it is. Yeah, I read something where you're getting a lot of phone calls, so that does have to make you feel very good. Yeah, yeah, my big joke right now is my phone's still ringing and it's still not creditors wanting money yet. So, nice. uh, <laughs> so, so it's okay so far. And, and just the, everything that I've gotten to do, whether it's, you know, being with RP at, whether it's the IndyCar side of it or the nationwide side of it, uh, you know, running some of the Rolex races with, with Michael Shank and, and obviously the, the cup races with the 51 team and the 47 team. Uh, I, I've gotten, I guess in a great kind of way, I've gotten to meet a lot of people that may I, that I've met but didn't really get to know that well and, and gotten to really become close with people and, and just because of my situation had to talk to more team owners and, and get to know them and, and personnel-wise. So uh, it's been really good for a lot of reasons. So like I said, it's people are calling. Uh, there's nothing at any point right now that's for sure next year or, or anywhere close to being signed, but uh, people are calling, and, and that's a good thing. Is there a I hate prior- the question typically, I'm sorry, Sad. I hate the question typically of uh, how do you feel, but honestly, how do you feel about your drives in IndyCar this year and in, well, stock cars, you got to be happy. You've got a couple wins. But both sides of the spectrum, do you feel you've given it everything you can? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been prepared for every weekend, and, I've, and I have given and I've always given everything that I can, but I feel like I've been uh, a lot more prepared for for everything and, and mentally and and uh, physically focused on on whatever opportunity it was and and it's been a lot of fun but it's been difficult switching back and forth between all the cars uh, but that's what makes the challenge so much fun because it shouldn't be easy so uh, you know I think the only weekend that I really look at that I just wish I could erase and and not have to go through was that Detroit weekend I just felt miserable. Uh, of of what happened there, and and not that I purposely wrecked twice in a row, or or I wasn't prepared going into that race. Obviously, we just come from Indy where we almost won the race, uh, but just just a couple of mistakes there, and in those uh, couple of races that were really big mistakes that that uh, you know cost some big big wrecks and a lot of money for Roger Penske. So I think that's the weekend that I look at. I wish never happened, or I wish I could at least go do over again. But everything else, I feel really good about. Uh, whether it was getting back into an Indy car barber in at Long Beach and maybe not having the results there, but I felt like I was right up to speed with my teammates Elio and Will and felt like I was right in the mix of, of, of qualifying there, at least being in the top half of the field and uh, obviously having a chance to win Indy and, and the nationwide races that I have won. So I feel really good about everything I've done this year. A.J. Allmendinger joins us. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks Pits, your nationwide series winner from mid-Ohio. Is it true that you and Juan Pablo Montoya are going to do a w- workout video together so he can lose 30 pounds to get in an Indy car? <laughs> yeah, um, and and I'm uh, we're going to do it in speedos to make sure that uh, you know for the sex appeal with the ladies. So uh, absolutely, you know, or the guys if that's what they're into. So uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. 
Was it tough watching Joey Logano in what could have been your car this year win that damn Sprint Cup race at Michigan? No. You know, it's it's funny. I, I would have said that this, you know, late last year or even the beginning of this year, yeah, that would have been tough, and, and uh, it would have been kind of a, a, a gut-wrenching, kind of knife-to-the-stomach feeling, but uh, honestly, now I'm I'm really happy with with just where I'm at and the opportunities that I've had, and uh, I think it's just a different outlook in general about things. You know, I can't control other people, and and I love when anybody wins for Roger Penske. And uh, there's when it comes to Joey or Brad, there's no secret. Secret, they're really good in, in those race cars, and they're talented race car drivers. So of course they should win. And uh, Shell Pennzoil was was such a great sponsor for me in just the short amount of time uh, that I had him. So it's well-deserving. So when I see something like that, I'm just happy uh, all around for the whole organization. And uh, I don't think it, it reflects anything on me, you know, and it's just a, a thing that's happened and, and I'm not in the race car anymore, but I can argue that I'm a lot better off for it now as a person and uh, having a lot of great things that I wouldn't have gotten to experience, the Indy 500, the nationwide wins and things like that, uh, that maybe if I was in the car. So, uh, there's there's good and bad with it. Sure, would I love to have been in that car and win the race today? Of course, but uh, I've also had a lot of great things because of, of what's happened. So, no, it, it doesn't bother me at all. Just uh, really happy for, for Roger and, and everybody that's associated with that whole race team and organization. That is absolute balls for you to say that. that I'm proud yeah, of you. you. That was awesome. Sounds like you do have some hair on your huevos now. Uh, no, I just uh, got it waxed, so no. Actually, it's oh. uh, pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, AJ and the quick comebacks. Yeah. Damn it, man. You need, you need to sit in for a few shows as the fourth freak and really let us just throw the garb on the wall. Well, I'm ready. You know, I got I got free time, too, so I don't have every weekend scheduled right now. So, <laughs> Actually, that is your future. TV, radio is your future, dude. Hey, I mean, you got to you gotta always have a backup plan. It's this, uh, you got to work on everything, so I'm, I'm always ready to go. Especially with you guys, because we can just let it go. You know, I mean, let's be honest. We yeah, never, true. we've never had to uh, hide anything during our interviews. You'll have to bring a milk carton or milk crate with you to stand up and be next to me, though, Holmes. That's that's good, and uh, I'll bring some hair coloring too, so you know, look so gray and old. <laughs> I am in, I'm in, I am in need of a new color job. I got some TV work coming up here in a couple of weeks. I might pull the Almondinger brunette on it. No, that's good. I'll uh, I'll do that. Maybe give you some hair gel because you're you're thinning pretty bad too. So uh, we got to kind of thicken that hair up a little bit. But um, you know, you can help me with certain things like being taller, and I can help you with just not looking as old and <laughs> decrepit and fall apart. Crotchety. <laughs> Crotchety. And on that note, Freak Nation, AJ Almendinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna, we, you need it. We're gonna we're not we're gonna let you get back not to some beauty sleep. Maybe maybe can I grow a little taller sleep? How about that? Yeah, no, that's that sounds good. You know, it's it's late. You know, I'm getting old in, in my life here. It's ten fifteen where I'm at, so uh, I gotta get I gotta get some rest. You know, big and day tomorrow, big day. The elixir of getting some rest, gin and juice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, it's uh, it's been good. I, I enjoy coming on the show, especially after winning a race. So I'm gonna try to do more of that at some point in my life, so we can come on more. And if not, then I'll just come on and make up excuses. Well, we so, figured you'd um, want to come on after what happened in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that one, you know, it, it's, but it, it's funny because 
that, I mean, as it happened, I mean, I felt like I was like, what is going on? Like, what just happened over these two days? And yeah. it took me about a day to, to not want to run away from it. But it, the way I looked at it, like, I've been through a lot worse. And uh, the right person when something like that happens is Roger Penske. Because he just looked at me and said, get over it. We'll move on. And uh, it makes it a lot easier when the team owner says that. So uh, just it's a part of life. You grow with everything, good and bad. My my engineer, this was my the perfect quote before I get off. My race engineer for the IndyCar, he told me as I'm standing there after the second wreck, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what just happened? And he looked at me and said, you all right? I said, well, yeah, physically, I guess. Emotionally, I feel pretty pretty wrecked right now. And he said, uh, man, don't worry about it. He said, it's about making memories. And I looked at him and said, what? He said, life is about memories. That's all we have before we go. He's like, we make some good ones, we make some bad ones. This is a bad one. Nice. Like some good ones. So, got to look at it like that. All right. And, of course, all the times you've been in the Freak Nation. Those are some good memories, dude. We appreciate it. Those are nothing but great memories. Yeah. Especially sitting on airplanes flying from city to city. Oh, shoot. The cart turbo or champ cart turbo yeah, tour. With, with video, oh, that, video that will never rear its ugly head. No, no, yeah, no, thank no. Thank goodness. <laughs> Maybe when I retire, because that's probably, when, that's probably about the time I should retire. Yeah. Because trust me, we got some um, some from Max Pappas back in the day too, doing almost the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a good time. Catherine yeah. Lake and I still talk about that whole trip. That was oh. uh, that was insane. Yeah, that was a good time there. All right, dude, get some sleep. Thank you, guys. Fun as all. Yeah, vintage AJ Allmendinger in the Freak Nation. You can help me with things like getting taller. Statman back there like the stenographer taking it all in. I don't even know what that means. Sounded good. So we've got waxing and workouts and uh, what a big mistake. <laughs> yes. Oh. Hey, man, we'll do it again next week, Freak Nation, as we celebrate 20 years. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Put anything before your pride. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, redefined.